I have a real simple word today. Um, um, it's, I could be really accused in this one for sounding more like uh, Tony Robbins than anybody else. <laughs> I just have a real simple word of encouragement. If you don't want to be encouraged, you can leave. <laughs> you can leave if you want to be encouraged. So it's a real simple word. Um, we've been reading about and speaking about the Aleph Tav in the tabernacle. Aleph Tav, our hair, and Aleph Tav, our big toe. Aleph Tav, our eyes. How he created us, and he sewed his signature into our DNA. I want to speak this out. Aleph Tav, write that book. Aleph Tav, sing that song. Aleph Tav, start that business. Aleph Tav, learn that sport. Aleph Tav, teach that class. Aleph Tav, act in that play. Everybody here, and, and everybody not here. See, what happened was when God took Adam and formed him and opened up his mouth and performed the little mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation in him and blew his spirit into Adam, creation came into Adam as well. The ability to create, the passion to create, came into Adam. None of us can avoid it. There is a passion that we have. It may seem silly. It may seem bigger than us. It may seem unachievable. And it may seem, ah, it's just some sort of bucket list type of item. Aleph Tav, your passion. Do not despise your passion. Go with it. Roll with it. Do not think it is too small or do not think it is too unachievable. Aleph Tav, take that trip. Aleph Tav, visit that place. When he knitted you, he also knitted a passion. And that passion is divine. It's holy. There's human endeavor and there's Adonai's will. There's a point in time that human endeavor intersects with Adonai's will. And it's an explosion. Adonai's timing is like the secret sauce with this thing. 
But my simple word today is that there's something within you that would be like, oh, I would just, I would just love to do this. It may not even feel spiritual. I'll share a little bit. Susie and I love. Uh oh. <laughs> Susie and I love to hike. We've had some good hikes in our day. Climbed up Mount Washington. Whoa. I'll never forget the icicles on Susie's hair as we got to the top because it was so cold. Frostbite. It was awesome. <laughs> Mount Rainier in Washington State. We've hiked, not to the summit. We've hiked in the country of Wales with King Arthur. <laughs> Piped in uh, Alberta, Canada. Piped down the Grand Canyon. Up was a lot harder. We love to hike. So here we come moving to Rhode Island. Not a whole lot of hiking in Rhode Island. Not very hilly a state, we are. But then all of a sudden I caught wind of this hike, this trail, called the North-South Trail. Have you heard of it? It goes from Burrowville to Charlestown. The top of the state, the Massachusetts border, to the bottom of the state, where the ocean is. And I heard about this, and I was like, Ooh. How long is it? 77 miles. Ooh. And something came into my bones. And I'm like, I would love to do that. But life did not afford an opportunity. I was in weight mode. But it was in my, here's a little Yiddish word, kishkas. It's what my family calls intestines. It's like kosher sausage. But it's also used to talk about your gut which is kosher sausage. <clears throat> Thank you. So this hike was in my kishkas. I would research it online. It seemed kind of stupid. It didn't seem very spiritual. But then, time came where I got laid off from my job and I was unemployed for a few months. Happened to be summertime. And it afforded me the opportunity to follow this passion. So this was much greater than my ability. Don't think I'm that good at it based on the things I just listed. But, um, so I started to think, well, how am I gonna do this? So I took a backpack and I filled it with like 30 pounds of stuff. Because I knew it would be an overnight thing. I need to bring food, I need to bring a tent, I need to bring a sleeping bag, you know, all these types of things. So I fill up my backpack, about 30 pounds, and I think, let me just walk around my house 10 times, see if I can do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm in trouble. Nonetheless, the time came for me to do it. And I did. I started out in Barlowville, and Adam and I provided help. 
Rabbi Peter came with me for little portions. Paul Vitello came with some portions. When my backpack got so heavy, I just couldn't do another walk, another step. They took it from me and they carried it. When it got heavy for them, I took it back. And there were some times where they took it from me altogether and said, we'll just meet you wherever you're going. So for three and a half straight days, I hiked from Barlowville to Charlestown. And I did it. In that moment, I followed my passion. Was it spiritual? I think so. <laughs> because I think that the intersection between our passions and the Lord's passion within you is very much intersected. Yes. I don't, it's not like I have some great revelation. Does it have to do with now that I'm a rabbi here in Rhode Island and I walked across the entire state of the territory that Mishkan did? I don't, I don't know. Does it have to do with Rabbi Peter when he got his uh, little boat that he did a, 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 a sail all the way down the coastline of Rhode Island? I went down the west border of Rhode Island. He went down to the shore. Uh, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. My encouragement to you is to not think of these things as silly, as just a, a dumb thing to do. But these things are from the Lord. Yes. Follow your passion. Aleph Tav, sing that song. Aleph Tav, write that book. And the secret sauce is Adonai's timing. But do not despise that passion that you have to do something. Susie will never, oh no, what? Will never be outdone. She's got a passion to hike the whole Appalachian Trail. And or bike from east to west across the country. I know there's one here who has a passion to write a Torah scroll in the ancient way on parchment, entire Torah scroll in the ancient tradition. Secret sauce is out of nice timing. I know there's someone here that's been talking about a volume two for a, for a bit of time. The secret sauce is out of nice timing. Paul said to run the race and he makes reference to a human type of race where there's one winner and he encourages us to run the race. A human race is there's one winner. The one that he is speaking about is Yeshua within you. There are some here that aren't even entering into the race because you think it's silly and because you think you have no way of winning this thing because you're comparing to other runners. Yeshua wins the race. Woohoo! Within you. 
competition. So get into that race. Follow your passion. Time is short. One time, I was reading the book of Samuel, and I thought to myself, hmm. boy, the story of King David, huh? That would make a really great, like, high-budget movie. Like, Lord of the Rings-type movie. Like, all super special effects. Like, it's got so much intrigue and personality and war and relationship, it's got so much richness in it. What a story it would make. What a high-budget movie it would make. So then I was talking to uh, Rabbi Peter's uh, son, Andre, his firstborn ninja, and uh, who likes to do filming kind of things. And I was telling him about the story. Mm -hmm. He comes to me later, and he goes, uh, yeah, uh, that sounds good. Well, uh, I was I was thinking about what you said, and uh, I was thinking of this scene where like the cameras is an is angled on the rock that David built, that David picked up, and like like the camera angle is like is is like it's from the image, it's from the vantage point, the perspective of the rock, and like the Philistine army is back there, and Goliath is back there, and it's this sort of you know, it like blurred in the background and all this in the foreground is the rock. And then David's hand comes and picks it up. It's like, what do you think of that? Is that like a cool scene? <laughs> all of a sudden, passion came into me. And for about three months, Susie couldn't find me because I was locked writing a screenplay. I don't know anything about writing. I know less about screenplays. But there I was writing this screenplay for a movie about David. I got the thing done. Did some movie company pick it up? No. Do I have any idea why I did that? No. But when Adonai breathed himself into you, he breathed creative passion. It just comes with the deal. He didn't breathe it into nature. He breathed it into humankind. It's divine. Follow that thing. Do not despise it. Alatav. Alatav. Contest. Contest. Alatav. Playing the piano again. Haiti. Alatav. Playing piano. A simple encouraging word for you today is to do not despise your passion. Jeremiah speaks about a passion for righteousness 
that was, in his words, shut up in his bones. He could not contain the thing, even under persecution. It is Yeshua's passion within you, and Yeshua seeks to manifest himself within you. And he'll do foolish things that to the wise seem really, really foolish. My simple encouragement for you today is to do not despise that fire within you. Because when he erected the olive top within you and laced the olive top within you, it's around that thing as well. In this Torah portion, the tabernacle is actually completed. The building of this thing which represents you is completed. And all these pieces were finally done. And I bet you, when the Lord gave Bezalel, can you come here? <laughs> you just can't get, you can't avoid it. You just can't avoid it. Aleph Tav, Tabernacle of God, is right here. He's like, what does that mean? It means that Adonai, has, the Lord, has created you. And he put his signature within you. And he has put a passion in your heart that he's going to manifest in his perfect timing. So these times that you're feeling, when is this going to end? And when, I don't know, I, I so see something greater than what I'm in right now. And I see something greater. And it almost seems silly. The Lord is going to manifest himself through that thing. Because that passion in your heart has his signature in it. Amen. 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 Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. My foot, you mean with the hike? I got a big old gash in my foot. <laughs> what no, part of it? Oh, that's right. You forget these things for about a year. Okay. Baruch Hashem, thank you. I thought you were talking about the big gash. <laughs> I'll tell you, walking 77 miles can do some nasty things to your feet. Anyway, um, for about a year to a year and a half prior to this hike that I took across the state of Rhode Island, I had something called plantar fasciitis. Anybody hear of plantar fasciitis? I had pain in my foot. It felt like just like somebody was taking a knife and stabbing my foot constantly. I tried all the inserts. I went all the all the podiatrists, all, all the podiatrists. It hurt big time. Started to go to physical therapy. This issue was massaging my foot, putting it in like like a boiling bucket of oil. Nothing <laughs> really helped. Anybody have that thing where you put your foot in this boiling thing? Then you have to peel it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Didn't help. <clears throat> so then all of a sudden, my 
Human desires intersected with Adonai's timing. And the time was now. And I had this thing going on in my foot. And I even told the physical therapist, I'm going to hike across for an hour. She goes, I don't recommend you do that if you don't want to make this thing worse. And I said, yeah, but the human endeavor is intersecting without a nice timing. Don't you understand? No, I don't understand. You shouldn't do it. I did it. Three and a half days I hiked, and I finished this thing. Ended with a mikvah in the ocean. Plantar fasciitis was gone. And it didn't come back, even to this day. I don't get it. I didn't feel anything in my spirit that said, you should walk, stay to Rhode Island. You shall be healed. I just followed my passion. Fear not failure. Fear not. Disappointment. The Lord is with you. When this tabernacle was done, you had all the pieces. So Moses took a look at all the pieces. He took a look at the labor. He went, uh huh, yep, mm hmm. Took a look at the menorah, said, mm hmm, mm hmm, out of nine, said, exactly right, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Took a look at the curtains, oh, the pattern, oh, mm hmm, the purple, is it the right purple, mm hmm, mm hmm, yep, okay, looks good. He then started to put it together. Okay, this goes here. This goes here. This goes here. This goes here. Yep. Yep. Good. All of a sudden, the spirit of the Lord, the fire and cloud came on this thing. And this tabernacle, which represents us, which is mobile. I'm going mobile. Keep me moving. Always had the cloud and the <laughs> fire through Israel's successes, through its failures, through its times where it fell away and the times that it returned, and through this really kind of bad result where they all had to die in the wilderness. That fire was with the tabernacle wherever it went. The Lord is with you. Follow your passion. Do not despise it. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah! He put it in you. It's his passion. I bet you when Bezalel built that thing, not only did God give him the spirit of craftsmanship to do it, I bet you he gave him a passion to do it. I bet you he gave him a passion to do it. So out of time, what is in your heart to do. Yes. And that's my word of encouragement to you today. Yes. Hallelujah.